one, a guy with me here, Rick Dancer, for the third appearance, maybe fourth. It's been I, a while. Yeah, because you, when you first were starting, yeah. we did. We, I was one of your first. You were one of the very you're, early people. To, <laughs> we, we, I was one of your first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were. You, you hopped on the show. I met but, you at your, your place, and I was like, damn, this is surprisingly nice. And you do video work as well. What have you been up to since we last spoke, which is probably about a year ago, right early COVID? We talked, and then I went on hiatus. You know, for during COVID, I just stayed. I stayed working because I could do it. With I, you know, I think one of the one of the things that COVID taught a lot of us is um, what we could do differently and and to scrap. Yeah. You know, it's like a lot of my restaurant clients were you know suffering and and they couldn't do it. So I just went to all of them and said, okay, I'm going to do two months for free till we get you through this, and I'll just do it. So I tightened my belt, they tightened their belt, and we did it. And some of them I gained and some of them I lost. But then people just keep coming, you know, because we have a, we're getting a lot of views and a lot of people listening and nice. some people angry, some people happy. It's kind of, you know, it's... That's how you uh, you're doing something right. <laughs> you know, seriously, if you... It was always true in the news business, and I think it's even more true today now, is if, if everybody's happy with you, you're not doing your job. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it's hard because I've never had the criticism that I've had doing my life right now, ever. Mm-hmm. And I think what people saw was I get a lot of people that, and, and not a lot, because I've got a lot more viewers than I've ever had in, 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 since I've done this. But Score. you'll get people on and say, you know, I used to really like you. I used and it's to like, really well, like you. Well, you know. Really, what you liked was what you thought you yeah. knew. I had someone say that word to word to me in a small, intimate gathering. It came out that at the time I was unvaccinated. It was like two weeks ago or however long. And he's like, that's a bummer because I was just starting to, or I, I, I liked you. And I'm like, that's the way you're living your life. And now I, I got the J&J. I think less of myself, but I, I took the leap because, I mean, I mean, I can't travel. I mean, I missed my brother's wedding. Like all these things because of it. I'm like, fuck. At some point, I'm like, I don't really care that much. But my Lord, the fact that people just say stuff like that, like, oh, I used to like you until this right. one political divide got in my way of interpersonal connection. Well, it's become this this thing, <sighs> I think, in, in especially in, I see it in Oregon a lot, is where it's, there's, there's certain, it, it, it really is, um, what's the term they use all the time? Um, virtue virtue oh, signaling. Absolutely. So it's like, if I got the jab and you didn't, yeah. I'm better than you. If, if, if I'm a Republican, I'm worse than, you're, you're terrible. Yeah. It's labeling stuff. And I had a lady who does bully research on my page, bullying me to no end. <laughs> and I find, you know, so she's, I mean, yeah. she's been nasty as hell. Yeah. And I finally went on and she was going on and on. And I said, you know, person... Um, you, I understand why you're an expert at bullying yeah. because you are the biggest bully. But I said, you might want to pay attention to this mm-hmm. in two years when people see how nasty you've been, yeah. how is that research? What's that kind of, somebody's looking at your research going, what the hell do you really know? Well, there's I actually saw a researcher researching her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a string of them and they're actually a worse bully. Well, you know, it te- <laughs> like it, it's kind of like it tells on you. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. the, the other thing that, that I've appreciated about the reaction to COVID, I think, is that you really see people pushed to the limit of what, what how fearful are you? Yeah. What are you, you know, what, how big a thing is, my wife and I have been really surprised, like in some cases, sometimes you'll see somebody and the reaction mm-hmm. to it and you'll go, you know, I kind of thought they... That's interesting. I kind of thought they might be like that under pressure like that. Or other people that totally surprise you where they go, you know what? I think people should be able to do what they need to do. The most surprising people. Yeah. It's like, oh. And then others who you think are like super. I mean, I have some friends that are. I I think most people would think were super right wing, you know. And they've been kind kind of almost quietly super afraid. 
And Fear so does it's, crazy things to people. You know, I, it's what's, what's so, so weird, Tiger, is when this came up, I was had a business coach at the time, and we were just going through, we got through with like two months of talking about fear and how it ruins your business and it keeps you from doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So I felt like, you know, whatever you believe, the mm-hmm. gods, God, whatever, yeah. was setting me up and going, you're going to learn this whole thing about fear. And then all of a sudden, here's the education now. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, really, though. And it was like, but watching and going, you know what? Nobody makes good decisions when you're fearful. No. You know what I mean? When you're afraid, you make the wor- I make the worst Horrible. decisions. And that's why I didn't get the jab for so long. Is I'm like, that's me giving into fear-based decision-making and living of like, oh, this is something that I have to be afraid of. Or like, where if I was obese, if I was like my grandma in 89, I'm like, they should get it. I support those people right. getting it. I'm not like blatantly against everyone getting it, but I'm like a healthy 23, 24 year old. I'm like, I don't know about that. But I'm like, at a certain point, it's just getting to this point. I mean, you've probably seen stuff about, not to make this whole political, but like, I don't know. I just see Australia and I'm like, anything that I can do to fight against big pharma and stuff, I want to do. Well, a friend of mine and I were talking in about, what, two years ago? No one would be supporting big pharma. No, no one. And now it's like, well, they couldn't be doing something yeah, bad. No, no. no they've yeah. always done something I bad. I know. You know, I mean, nothing changed. Flip of a switch from uh, yeah. anti-capitalism like, and anti-big pharma to no, no, support them. Let's help them out. And I'm like, well, I feel morally bad doing that, guys. When I was, uh, I was I've used this before, but I, when I first moved to Eugene, you'd see an old shitty Volvo with smoke coming out the back. And it would have its bumper stickers would say, kill your TV, don't trust authority, don't yeah. trust the government, and coexist. Yeah. The only bumper sticker right now yeah. that is not a Republican is coexist. coexist. Everything else, that Democrat Volvo is mm-hmm. now a Republican and the Republicans have become the Democrats. And so it's like, funny. that's that's why I can't stand parties because oh, yeah. they're so fickle. It's like, what? So this isn't how Democrats act. My grandparents, my great-grandparents were Democrats. They've yeah. been rolling over in their grave to see what's happening People right are now. People waiting for something to get mad at me. I mean, literally, like, we're in a group called, like, Merconet because someone in it, like, can't talk to people who are outside the country without doing paperwork. And it's like an American flag. It's called Merconet. And I'm like, I, I don't open it in public because I'm like, people literally because of the American flag will be like, boom, alt-right. And right. I'm like, oh, my Lord. It's right. no, it's I, at a wild place. No, you it's, know? And, and I think it's really it's really sad when we live in a country now where where the first thing you do is you, you label and belittle and bully and try to yeah. discredit people for what you think. Um, you know, I get the same thing. It's like, you're alt-right. Yeah. No, I'm not alt-right. And, 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 and. People don't even, they don't even know what alt-right is. To be fair, and, I typecast you as a motorcyclist. Right. So I'm sure it's like people type, like people just want to put people in groups. Like, well, what group are you most closely associated with? Because I don't like some groups and I like other groups. And it's like, no, split people down into the individual, not well, into groups. Try being on TV for 25 years and then yeah. having people go, wait, I always thought you were this. Well, that, you didn't know me. You're reading a prompt. You know, you're, you're seeing a guy on TV and then plus do, do you, have you guys ever heard of that people change? Yeah, seriously. That we we turn into different people, not that our core basic values. But I mean, I was when I was younger, I've been a Democrat, I've been a Republican, I've been a non-affiliated voter, I've been an independent voter, and now I'm a non-affiliated voter again because I saw wow. the light. Yeah. I said, you know what? You guys are all the same thing. Even the Independent Party is just like the other two parties: kiss ass, kiss ass, kiss ass, kiss ass. Who gets yeah. ahead? And it's like, you know, and, and if we had, we have a super majority of Democrats right now in, the, in, in Oregon, it's a terrible thing, terrible thing. But it would be just as terrible if we had a super majority of Republicans. Absolutely. And that's what people keep forgetting. And, and you know, they get there by cheating. Right now they're redistricting the state. Some I have money. a show tonight on there yeah. on that. And they, they're redistricting the state 
and the D's are drawing it so that, okay, so you're supposed to be in a like district, mm-hmm. like like-minded people, yeah, like not like, like everybody agrees. Yeah. Like, the, the, like Portland's drawn really weird kind well, of situation. Well, ours, okay, so I live out east of Springfield. Yeah. I'm in, in, in my group is me, Cresswell, Cottage Grove, mm-hmm. and then South Eugene and University of Oregon. Oh, so do yeah, you think any of our votes or ideas even count? What Compared they do is the they put it in this group so that they know that that's going to all turn into a Democratic Gerrymander the heck out of it all. And in Portland, yeah. their district's 18 different spirals go out into the country, and then all of them join into Portland so that it in waters some it all of the down. City, yeah. See, what, what's wild. wrong with that is that's, that's cheating. It's ridiculous. If, you'd get, if you do a real election and people really do... You know, you have more Democrats in Oregon, then then we sh- then that's good because yeah. that's what we really do. But when you cheat and make it look that way, there's rural Oregonians who feel like nobody represents them because they don't. They have, they're voiceless. Yeah, it goes down even further to the point like a lot of people I know pick whatever political party based on how much like ads get pushed to them from right. people. Like, I mean, Bloomberg spent half a billion dollars on the East Coast and my grandma voted for Bloomberg. Like there's a certain amount of people like we can only withstand so much propaganda or like right. ads before we're like, OK, I guess this person makes sense. It's like. There should be like limits on spending, but I really want to touch on it before we go too far into this. You said you live over there, so you were evacuated, or your fire got burnt down last year. What no, happened? I did. My with house that? stayed. I was evacuated, so Oof. we, yeah, for seven days. It was like you're leaving your house, and yeah. you're like, um, what do you grab at that I don't point? No, okay, you know, okay. So here's what you do. <laughs> yeah. So we had like a 24 hours. So Good. the first thing we did was all your photo albums, mm-hmm. and then. We went through. I got my phone. Got that. Oh, okay. yeah. You get your phone and then you get. Oh, no, because you know, some... the photo albums. Like, yeah. me, like I literally, you know. Well, that's you. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about old old people like me. Yeah. We actually have these things called photo albums. <laughs> it's kind of like, do you know there used to be LPs? They like were records. Of, yeah. yeah. Weird. No. <laughs> so we, we got our photo albums. We got all the records from our business, all the records from our house. Nice. And, um, and then you go through and you start looking at other stuff and you realize, because we were sitting there, we had neighbors that were packing up furniture and stuff. And my wife and I looked at each other and we just went, you know what? I'm not, I, we can't do that. No. I can't. So the only thing we did that was like really odd, I mean crazy, yeah. is um, we have a, a, a Persian rug that we got as an inherited piece. Yeah. And one time a guy from Iran came to our house and he's a friend of ours. He came in, he walked in, looked at it, and said, do you know what that is? And I says, well, I know it has papers. Did you know that rugs have papers? Really? <laughs> they do. Holy McKinsey, cow. they have papers. Authenticity. You, yeah, it's like a paper. Yeah. And you go, no, it had, I said, I don't know, honey, what the fuck that is. Yeah. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, rug. It's a, it's a rug. Yeah. And it's probably worth a lot of money. And if that burns up, I'll kill myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I'm going, so we rolled this big rug up, stuck it in the back of her forerunner. Yeah. And we're driving around for seven days with this rug in the car <laughs> and the paper. We kept right. the paper yeah, too. You gotta keep the paper registered. So, but it's like that's the only thing because I thought that would be the thing because everything else, you know. But I thought, well, I mean, what if that thing's worth yeah. like fifty thousand dollars and you let it burn up? It's like that's you know that's some chunk of change. And beyond that, like you know, buying a new couch, you just go wherever. But buying a new nice rug, yeah. rugs are kind of hard to find. Once yes. you're like that rug makes a room. And I would never have the money to. To, or, or say okay that. there yeah, isn't I mean, even a persia you know, anymore honey let's go buy like a forty thousand dollar rug oh, you know yeah. it's like or a car <laughs> <laughs> oh it's wild to think of money in terms of that. i mean people spending like hundreds of dollars like nfts and stuff like a hundred thousand dollars on a profile picture for twitter or like tiktok right. it's like what's going well, on okay so here's what i wonder yeah some a friend of mine and i were talking yesterday at lunch and he said what if this is a way that 
the world has gotten so fucked up mm-hmm. and so out of whack and we're such consumer whores and everything yeah. that that COVID has been a way that all of a sudden it's a balancing thing to go, you know what, what's really important? What do you really need? Um, and, and I'm going to speak just for myself. Yeah. How important is freedom and liberty to you? Yeah. Because you've never had to do anything. I didn't, I'm like 62 years old. I've never, ta- I missed the draft. So there's for me down, yeah. there's a whole two generations of people who've never had to fight for freedom. And now all of a sudden we're having to fight for freedom to, to choose medically what we want to do, whether you're in Texas wanting to get an abortion or whether yeah. you're in Oregon wanting to keep your job and not give up your into- uh, your your unemployment your your retirement this time. for a fucking mandated jab. And did you hear the governor today? She now they're giving him till November thirtieth. Nice. They increased Better. it, but but the bottom line is, yeah. why don't you just say it's up to you? I know. Could you just keep pushing it out? Like the people that aren't doing it aren't going to go. Oh, another 30 days. I, sure. You yeah. know, I can you know get what? convinced. Get then. Okay, here's another question I have. Yeah. So this is, COVID has been like a health crisis, right? Mm-hmm. And so the most susceptible people of dying mm-hmm. are people <laughs> with diabetes, overweight, um, heart problems, that kind of thing. So okay. where's the campaign been with all these millions of dollars were spent on guilting people into getting a, a jab? Yeah, yeah. Where's the campaign that says, hey, let's get healthy? Stop you know, America, stop eating ja- <laughs> Jack in the Box. Kids. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, di- juvenile diabetes is up like 200,000 percent. It's so heartbreaking when you see a fat kid, like a really because you're like, this isn't him. It's literally probably his parents. Right. Just but, feeding. And the school, it's like, oh. But, but oh, we yeah, as a culture. School yeah. system screws them. Oh, yeah. you know what? They, they, I heard it. This is, and he's like a, a super um, earth dude. Um, he was awesome. But he was talking about school lunch program. He was, this guy talk. he says, you know what they're feeding them? That Those are basically chemicals with flavor. <laughs> and he says, and that's why juvenile diabetes, and they don't even call it juvenile diabetes anymore. Because it's affecting mostly adults now. kid syndrome. <laughs> so it's, it's diabetes 1 and type 2. Yeah. And he says the problem is people are not just eating processed food. Because he said, I, I wanted to know this too. I thought it was interesting. The processed food is like canned beans. They're still okay. Okay, But yeah. it's processed. Ultra-processed foods are yogurts that don't – like if you get a yogurt, like it doesn't American have to be refrigerated. Yogurt. Oh, I've never like a gogurt or something. Cause, yeah. Like, we get like – That's what it is. It's from... chemicals with flavor. Yeah. Isn't that disgusting? Yeah. Like Icelandic yogurt and stuff like that. That was I thought you were like coming at like good like thick yogurt. No, 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 no. No, but no. An ultra processed food is something that really is. There's no food in it. Shelf life over everything. And that's what people are eating. And he says, and that's why people are so sick because your body does not know how to to register and digest that stuff. I mean, we get Taco Bell, and I'm low energy. I mean, you've you know throughout your life, have you had like periods of low energy, like maybe not like depressions, but like like just places where you get like you wake up in the morning, you're like, I have no energy. I mean, we just finished like pretty much a month of sleeping for like 12 hours a day and now i'm like six hours a day and i'm like feeling a lot more amped i'm like right what goes on i'm like it's probably the food i'm eating right you know and i think you know i mean i don't know about yeah i i struggle with depression i mean i think that's a real thing you know yeah. i'm not clinically depressed i wouldn't i'm not going to put myself in a camp of people that really have that there really is an yeah. issue for them i'm not gonna it's not like that mm-hmm. but you know you get in those places where you just cannot get out of it yeah. and covid's been i think a mental health nightmare 
And yeah. I mean, it's like every day trying to go, and then you have people beating you up because you're asking questions. <laughs> and honestly, I don't give a fuck because it's like, you know what? I'm going to ask questions because I'm a reporter and you better ask questions because if you believe everything you're being told, you're stupid. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean, I, I, I know COVID's real. I've yeah. had friends die of it. I've had, fr yeah. but people, I've had people come on my page and say, I hope you die. I hope you and your oh family. God. No, no, no. I, I hope you and, and your family get COVID right so you'll thing. know what it feels like. It's ridiculous. And I then I had somebody win the way. fire. Yeah. Somebody actually went on my page and there's somebody that liked me mm -hmm. and they said, what you're doing, I, I hope your house burns. And I'm like, oh my God. So, so I said, I couldn't you know, imagine typing those words no, out to a person. Like, wh why I, are they watching you? I it's said, like, yeah, that's what I think. I think if you don't like me, just get the fuck out of my page. No, you they, know, people like to be angry is what it right. comes down to. People want something to be mad about. You know, it's like they get a, some sort of enjoyment. Like they, maybe that's the only way they can feel emotions or not well, just flatlines. It's just an outlet. That it's an they outlet. Can yeah. Make, yeah. And it's easy and it's I threw it back and move. said, can you look in your front yard and see if you have a kindness, choose, a choose, <laughs> yeah, a choose, a choose kindness poster in your front yard? Because I bet you do. And that's that shut him up really fast. Yeah, Kenzie and I wanted to print on shirts because like we, we just make shirts and sweatshirts. Choose chaos, which, you know, <laughs> just the exact opposite. They should do this. Like, choose chaos, and on the backside, or it'll choose you. Or it'll choose you. <laughs> I like that. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, you know, all those choose kindness things. I mean, wait, you actually you gave a speech when I first met you before you ever came on the show. Was it a, a kindness? Like award? It was like at a town hall. I mean, it was two years ago. Why would we remember that? No, I got invited to. Um, to, to go with a friend of mine who um, experiences Down syndrome, hmm. and it was a kindness, a kinder Eugene or something. That's what it was. And so um, Amelia Abel and I went up and, and spoke. And before I went into that, a bunch of homeless protester folks, they weren't homeless, they were protesters for homeless issues, hmm. were outside screaming at these people going into this kindness seminar, which yeah. I found funny. <laughs> And then they saw me and they're going, Rick Dancer, you hate the homeless, you're, you're fucked and all this kind of stuff. And they're yelling and I'm so, I just walked up to the lady and I said, the only person I see who's not being kind right now is you. Yeah. And she looked at me and then I said, and I got really close and this is pre-COVID. And I said, and I'm the one who got asked to speak at the kindness thing, not you. Yeah. And Oof. she goes, fuck you, fuck yeah. you. And I just walked in and, nice. went, you know. Yeah, it's it's so weird. There's like pre-COVID and post-COVID because I'm like, for a long time. It feels like, like it's been COVID for uh, ever. Forever, yeah. I think people are just over it. I'm personally over it. And that's why like sometimes I invite people up. They're like, you're not vaxxed. Oh, I can't do your show. And now that I'm vaxxed, I'm like, okay, there's no excuses. Like you should feel safe. And for whatever reason, like you feel like I'm not going to be a vector of disease for however, like the mental gymnastics that works. So I'm like, it's over for me now. Like right. I'll wear a mask in a store as long as it's mandatory. But I'm like, I don't want to get another jab. We were out for a week. We like I woke no, up with like shit. Yeah, what with, got, because of the reaction because of to the it. J and J, and I specifically got the non mRNA because I'm like, I don't know. I just want one. So shot. you had what? Did, so tell me what you experienced. I woke up and we partied that night. <laughs> Probably party not, party. Not McKinsey. Yeah, not, not I decision. I partied that night, and so <laughs> we, like, we went to bed at like four a.m. and then I wake up at like five, like shaking, and I like have to Google the symptoms because I'm like, is this the bad one? And people are like, nope, you get extreme chills. I'm like, what the. And like, like when you got the shot, yeah. the pharmacist wasn't didn't like, tell me didn't tell him anything. Nothing. Like, Here you go. Yeah. And, and she's like, like over. she's like, you should stay in the store for 15 minutes in case you pass out. I'm like, I'm going to go home. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So, places, so like, question. <laughs> so can you, can you tell me before you give the shot next time? And, yeah. and the third thing is, so if, 
just a question. If I do pass out, do you give me mouth to mouth? Or because I just got the vaccine, are you not going to give me mouth to mouth? Seriously. You know? They'd probably just set an ice pack on me and be like, he's okay. Like, le- still That's lying so in the floor. I'm like, I'd rather be in a car than in a Bimart. I'd come up and slap you. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to die, I don't want to die in Bimart. I want to die no. in Bimart. Oh, my God. I'm going to die and it's going to be in the, in that, you know, the aisle with all the really cheap food. You know, that you go, oh, here's, oh, I'm going to die in the processed God. food aisle. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> After getting a shot to be healthy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a nightmare. So like we we just immediately get in the car and we do the whole. I mean, probably before the parting, we immediately go get a, a, a Crunchwrap Supreme. We we couldn't have played that worse yeah. if we're being honest. No, but we I'm did like, not do what now that's over. I'm 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 officially done with. Like most shows, I don't ever bring it up. But like you're very heavily involved in Paul. I saw a billboard with you on it. I was like, holy cow, this guy's <laughs> in it. That that got me. I, Knees a deep. lot of friends. Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you. I didn't even know what it was. They just took a picture of me in front of a green screen. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh my God. No, my, the De- Dennis is a client of mine. He's a really good friend. And he said, I want to do something on Back the Blue. And I said, I totally agree with you. But I said, we have to say Back the Blue too, mm. because I don't want people, which they did anyway, to misconstrue. Yeah. It doesn't mean I don't black, don't back black people mm-hmm. or Latinos or anything else. It means I back the blue also, in addition to. Yeah. And I knew, because I said to the dentist, I said, okay, so Christy Kilcullen, mm-hmm. her husband was murdered, you know, on a traffic stop on that road. That's why we put oh, it there. Yeah, yep. So she's going to, nobody's going to pick on her, Yeah. you know, and few people did. The dentist, he got a sign ripped down and a bunch of people tried to send the uh, health department in to, to shut him down because this, they really did. Wow. They all ganged up on him, called the health department and tried to get him shut down, but he's, he's doing everything right. So it, it didn't shut him down. But I said, but me, oh God, I just got ri- just ridiculed and Rick Dancer, he hates this and he's that, I hate that. One, one page was going on. He's so, such an arrogant prick. I hate that guy. He thinks he's so cool. On and yeah. on and on and on. So I went on the page <laughs> as me. Yeah. I said, oh my God, you don't even know the half of it. <laughs> I live with this guy. I sleep him. with him every yeah. night. And I said, he's arrogant. He's snotty. He thinks he's really cool. And I said, the only reason I stay with him is because he's so fucking good looking. <laughs> yeah, he's got a damn nice and, beard. And then I left it yeah. and nobody else responded. That's and my wife's so like, did you funny. seriously say that? I go, yeah. yeah. That's what they want to hear. Oh. So That's the place I want to get in my life. Where yeah. I, can just tell you know, I think it happens <laughs> when you're older. Because I think 62, I used to watch older people and I'd think, I kind of want to be a crabby old man like that. Like I could just throw it. And I don't think I'm crabby, but it's like, you know what? I've been through so many things in my life. I've survived cancer, all the different stuff. And it's like, you're going to fuck with me over this? (laughs) No. Seriously. You know, and it's like, I'm not going to do that. And plus, I want to show other people, you don't have to take this. You know, bullying is bullying. And when people do that, you know, they, I had 11 people at Winco the other day walk up to me. And say, oh my God. No, I mean through the store, but they walk up and they said one at a time. I mean, it's just people yeah, walking just, up and they yeah. look over and they go, Thank you for being a voice for us. Oh, nice. And I was like, You're welcome. Score. And it was like, so and, and, and these bit. are people that are scared. You know, yeah. they're scared to say anything. Unlike the place and, that they kind of boycotted or tried to call the health authorities on, it's got to be a joy to be at a place where you're kind of above, like, you can't get fired because you're your yeah. own boss. Like, that's you, true. You have a freedom that not very many people ever get to experience. Like, yeah. Having people on the show, some people are like, I can't talk about like substances or I can't talk about this or that because like my employer might see it. I'm like, fuck. Whereas yeah. I'm like, it's really joyful. And I think everyone would be so much happier if they're like, oh, I get to express myself fully. Right. And my job isn't going to fire me for like just who I am in my free time. It's like people get owned by their job. Right. So well, you know, and, for being and I've had place. people try to attack my clients that pay for my shows Whoa. and they've come after them and say things. But I have a really good 
group of people right now that are super supportive of what Score. I'm doing. And so you can do that. But it's like, you know, I think, yeah, I, I hope we get back to a world where people can like have discussions again and we can have conversations and disagree. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause you know, people go, well, one of the funniest things a lady wrote one time and I really loved it cause she goes, so, so she used to really harass me and, and we'd fight back and forth, you know, just fun. It wasn't bad, and but then best friends. Yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no. But now this other woman comes on and she goes, oh, I, I love watching your stuff and, and, and but God, sometimes I just really, most of the time I really don't like you. Oh. And then this other lady came on that was this other, the woman that I you know, know. I, yeah. I don't know her, but she's been on for a long time. Nice. She goes, oh, I used to hate him. And she goes, I stay on here. But, you know, you get used to him. And she goes, now I agree with him like 10% of the time. And I'm going, you are my favorite viewer. These people have nothing do, better to do than just watch stuff they don't like until they like it. Why would you? Yeah. Why would you ever? But I think it was oh. because she saw my heart. She kind of watched and went, nice. oh, okay, he's just bringing up questions. And most people, that's what they get out of it is you're just asking why is this okay? Yeah. You know? And I heard a guy speaking on the uh, on the radio the other day and he was an ER doctor and he says, I don't care if Vax or no Vax. I'm not, this isn't my debate, but I'll tell you one thing I've noticed in ER and he was in Chicago or something. Mm -hmm. He said, the most intelligent people about COVID are the anti-vaxxed. He says, the people who are vaxxed know far less than the people who are not getting vaxxed. And he said, so you're all out there making these people look stupid or trying to make them look stupid when really what I'm discovering is they know more about what it is, how it works, what's in it. All that stuff where, but hey, 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 and that's not everybody. Believe science, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just the blanket statement. <laughs> yeah. is for... Science went out so long ago. I'm surprised that girl who's like now I agree with 10% wasn't be like, yeah, I, I hate every, I hated everything he said, but I just kept watching because of some animal magnetism. Now I kind of agree with the guy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's. I mean, way. your wife must just kind of hate all the women's comment. Like, I mean, my, you know, honestly, my wife has been. We've done you know some version of this for so long, like yeah. thirty five years or something. Public eye. She doesn't pay attention. Nice. You know, I mean, she, she'll, you know, she doesn't agree with me all the time, but she just doesn't pay attention. Um, and that's I, I like it that way because yeah. you know I mean she pays attention to our business because she manages everything. But when I'm doing my stuff and everything, she just goes, you know, Rick, you got to go do what you got to do. Yeah. And you know I have my older son, he's a great guy, love him to death, but he'll go, Dad, I don't think you should be talking about that. Yeah. And I go, okay. And he goes, well, I said, well, I'm listening, but I'm not going to not do it, yeah. Jake. Because do you ever have so, them on the show? Like, no. My, but both of my boys have been in videos before mm-hmm. but not they don't they're not they don't they're not like that they, mm-hmm. they do their own thing they're very opinionated but they do it on their own way they don't you know I think they learn from watching me that yeah. this is not a safe environment it's funny I think you it's know? the safest environment in terms of uh, allowing you to get to a place of freedom like there's a certain thing of like working with your hands and all this stuff where it's like your input is directly related to your output but like because we're both in video work there's something too you make one video you could make it for one person or 200,000 people you right. do the same amount of work and it's like there's such a level of freedom when you incorporate something that's like just can can radically be leveraged without right. extra work where I'm like, man, video work is I mean, Kenzie's even getting into it now because I mean, again, we're, we're living here because I'm doing videography work and, and it's just my life's transitioned more into it. And obviously, like seeing you has been like like one sign of like, oh, there's a hope because everyone else in life. So what are you going to do with video work? You're going to make short films or something? I'm like, nobody like, gets it. Regular job yeah. Why don't you work no. in an office? Well, see, and I, 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 you know, if I could if I could go back, I would have left KEZI much sooner. 
because it destroyed me. I mean, it was taking, it was sucking the life out of me because the creativity, you couldn't do anything. Now, granted, I made a good living there, Mm -hmm. but the biggest risk I ever took was stepping out of that and jumping into politics and stuff. But it was a way out. I just had to get out of there because they were, it was, it was killing me. Surprised you didn't end your last day with something that would go viral. Like you just like, just yell and speak your mind and be like, follow me on Instagram. (laughs) See, but it was a whole different time. And I think I've just become that person now because it's, I, I understand, you know, you know what I really understand? They can't hurt me. Yeah. You can hurt. No, I, I'll take that back. They could have you can done. hurt me. You can, you, can, you can try to destroy me, yeah. but you can't kill me. I mean, you can literally kill me, but you can't kill my spirit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you can I, literally and, kill me. But, but you can't kill my spirit. Yeah. I mean, this is, and, and I think that's what bothers people, and I'm passionate about it. I mean, so, so I had a business coach ask me, why do you do what you do? And I said, my, my answer has always been the same since I was in television. It was, I think people have a voice and they should be able to use it whether I agree with them or not. Love it. And she said, why? And I went, I don't know. I mean, just yeah. think about it. Yeah. So I it's sat innate. there and I'm thinking and all of a sudden I went, oh my God, my dad never listened to me. He never listened to me. He'd ask, what do you think we should do about this? I'd give him an answer and he'd turn around and do something completely different. And she goes, so your dad's dysfunction created the man that you are today. And I went, yeah. yeah. And I rode with that. Nice. I think everybody should ask themselves, why do you do what you do? And then don't stop at the answer like I did. Yeah. Here's the pat answer. And that's really why I do it. But why, why do yeah. you do that? Yeah. How did that come about? And then you it. find your passion. So then when people say to you, mm-hmm. well, why do you do video work? It's like, I, you know why? Because there's something inside of me. And you, I don't know what that is, but there's something in there that <clears throat> that fills a void. It's not because I, I get so sick of people going, well, it makes me feel good. You know, it's like, yeah. no, no, no. This has to be more than a feeling. Yeah. Because you know what? When it doesn't feel good, then what the fuck do you do? Yeah, exactly. You know, so you have to find the passion and the thing that what, what is it that steams that? What it is it like that's you're being boiling? utilized to your greatest extent. And you're just right. like, oh, this allows me to, to go. Like, it's pretty much limitless in terms of how good something could be with video. But I mean, like, I, I deal with a similar kind of graph, like, uh, just in terms of giving everyone a voice. Like, I have very far right-wing people on this show sometimes. And I enjoy talking with them. And I joke around. I'm not just going to be like, oh, your views. Like, I'm not just going to do that the whole time right and like people are like you really shouldn't host those people because like, i'm like you're thinking that a listener or a viewer has so little like thought that they're going to listen to one person talk for now and be like guess i'm right wing now i'm like no people are they're sovereign like people just don't respect others as having their own mind i'm like they right. can think for themselves i can host far right and far left wing people it's not going to change anyone's mind no no you're not changing and it shouldn't mind. be having a conversation it shouldn't be that's the problem is I think we think if I, I, I mean, if I talk to you, if, if I badger you enough, yeah. you'll finally get the shot. You'll get it's it. It's like, yeah. why don't you just put out some really, you know, here, if I was Governor Brown, mm-hmm. like not the second time that she locked us down again, yeah. here's what you do. I'd go in there and say, okay, listen, I understand we fucked some of this up. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we've been working with science and science is not a, a something you can just look at and go, it changes. Things yeah. change. So we have been, and we haven't done the best job of communicating that. And, or anything. Yeah, and, and, and we've made mistakes. Yeah. But here's what I'm going to do. Oregonians are rugged individual people. You need to make up your own mind. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to mandate this, mm-hmm. but we know that masks do this. We know that being in large groups of people. So I'm going to ask you, to mask when you go into a place, but it's on you. Yeah. I'm not going to take that on. I'm a governor. I'm not here to be the queen or to be your conscience. So I'm going to let you decide for yourself what's right for you and your community. Yeah. And then we're going to see how we get through this thing. I'll bet you a hundred bucks yeah. that more people would go out and do 
that because it wouldn't be because it's on their not freedom. It's right because there was an aspect of to it that or of, of it that that's why I didn't do it. I was like, I just don't like being forced to do something. No, that you're, you're not alone on that. I think, yeah, it's like, but that's being fuck? a human being. Yeah, you know, you know, I, there's some of us that are just. I think that's what there's people that you that that go. You know, oh, we need to take care of this and get over it. Why can't you just do what everybody else is doing? It's like, what? Yeah. I mean, this sounds like the worst idea. To, to, I'm just going to, because, you know, then what, where does it stop? Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing for yeah. me, that where does this stop? Yeah. So now all of a sudden, you know, Rick, we don't really like gray-haired people anymore. So we're going to, you know, we're going to mandate you die. We're going to mandate that you, you're not <laughs> going to go to these places. This is a place yeah. for younger people, Yeah. you know? And, but I mean, and, but, and it sounds like a slippery slope fallacy, but, but you look at other countries like Australia and you're like, oh, it's not because actual countries yes. today are doing things like this. Like you can go out one hour a day and if you're vaccinated, you can go out two hours a day. Right. It's like, we need vitamin D particularly yeah. for, like, it's like, what's going on here? So 10 oh. years ago, nobody would dream this is happening. But yeah. if you sat down and I'm not, nobody I guess I'm kind of comparing it, but so what? People get all over that. <laughs> but if you if you were in Germany, in Nazi Germany, yeah. I had a little lady call me from Germany. Uh, call me, she lived in Germany. She's like 98 or something. And she Whew. says, Rick, when I was a kid, this is how it started. She goes, Hitler didn't start saying all Jewish people are this and this and this. It started with, you know, there's just a problem. Mm-hmm. And they're they're kind of doing some things that don't work for the rest of us. And, yeah. and then it became worse and worse and worse. And all of a sudden it was all about them. Roman. So they brainwashed <laughs> them into thinking that. So yeah. now here we are with this and you've got people. We have better instruments for brainwashing too. Telling when like you can't go outside and yeah. how you can do it when that doesn't make any sense. As yeah. you said, vitamin D is one of the things that stops it. Totally. And you can't. You don't spread it outside being, you know, I mean, maybe at a duck football Disney game or something, sense. but to yeah. be like this, I and mean. And that is the thing. Like, I've been at, like, blur, like a couple, like, not even to name a local business, but, like, in an enclosed space with, like, a couple hundred people. Like, and I'm like, bar. this is the one place where I've actually felt like, oh, I don't, like, because if one person had, there was no ventilation whatsoever. Right. It was really, like, was 200 we people crammed in. Yeah. It was like, it was, well, like, we got a little taste of freedom. Yeah, I was like, meh, okay, this is the one time where I'm, like, kind of screw that. So, yeah. but everywhere outside. You know, like relatively fresh air. Just install fucking HEPA filters in places. Like, just get better airflow. Like, they did a thing. All those um, things that go down, they cause dead spots of air in rooms, and they make it worse for transmitting COVID because, like, then like so, like a little bit gets under, and then it gets swept up in the, air, the actual HEPA or the. Uh, HVAC systems in like big places don't work as well because they start blocking off the whole room. It was like a BBC. It was like a big article. It wasn't even like some like little like opinion piece. It was like a, like a well known thing. And it's like, but they're still going to keep them up. Well, did you? A friend of mine was pointing this out. She's really really funny, and yeah. she said, "So Rick, you know what is it about the virus that?" You walk into a restaurant, you have a mask on, and you <laughs> yes. sit down, and you sit down, and then when you get back up, so maybe COVID is only like four feet off the ground, and anything over that, yeah. it doesn't go there. So she says, so if you just got up, and you just walk to the bathroom, yeah. you're good. Low. Like this, Everyone can crawl like, without COVID. a mask. Yeah, well, or crab walk. Maybe we bear crab walk. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if you crab walk to the bathroom, you're good. then you're It'd not going to get it. <laughs> It'd be it great. It would help the obesity. It would help obesity. See? She's thinking. But but that was my other point that we were making before we started got on this rabbit hole. Yeah. Was that that nobody ever did anything about getting healthy. Mm-hmm. And the best thing that could have saved those people from dying Absolutely. is to get all of us as Americans to start f- looking at the way we eat. What are yeah. we eating? What Seriously. products are we putting in our body? 
And what are but, in but what do we do normally everything. as Americans? Yeah. We hide. Hey, I know masks the problem. Don't deal yeah. with it. Stay away and from everyone people. Everyone stay inside and at home and don't do any social interaction. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's just, crucial for just, mental health and, and overall health. And you're seeing suicide rates up. But nobody talks about that. We're saving nine-year-olds at the sake of five-year-olds, nine-year-olds, like literally. Worth it. To go back to like the the dining the dining table. That was the other thing. Is just the inconsistencies of like, okay, so if I have the antibodies and I have had COVID. Why should I need the vaccine? And that was like my really biggest holdout for the longest time. And they proved that it's better. So I'm like, but I went to like four stores. I like called up a couple of places. They're like, we don't do antibody tests. So you can't actually check if you've had it because they just don't want you to be able to Any know. lab tests now, Eugene, they're one of my clients. They do them. Oh. And now that you've had the, the jab, you could go yeah. in there and you could see how much of that, how much antibody you have. They'll, they'll, they'll give you the list. They'll show you the cool. numbers yeah. and they'll show you where you are at with it. So, nice. Yeah. You can, cool. you can actually, and it's, I mean, it's like any lab test, any Eugene. lab test. Now, Eugene is awesome. over off of next to the, you know, that, uh, what's that street with the G um, Garfield. Oh, cool. And then there's that oh, um, the clock the shop right yeah. there. Sweet. Yeah. So right by that, right in that little mall, that strip mall, it's any lab test now, and they they don't take insurance, but you can go in there and just pay for it, and yeah. they do COVID testing. But that's one of the I had it. No, Stephanie did it. The lady who owns it did it because she's had COVID twice. <sighs> Brutal. And hers were really, but but another, neither time was she really that. Sick. Here's another example through like a little anecdote of like how little they care about your health. We went to the doctor. I just have like an ingrown toenail because the guy's just like, you got to clip it better. I'm like, can you just get rid of it? He's like, we don't do preventative care here. And I was like, hey, how much would it cost to get a testosterone check? He's like, you don't need that. I'm like, yeah, but if I get a baseline now, then when I'm older and if I like feel unhealthy, then I can check it against my baseline. He's like, no, you don't need it. I'm like, bro, like I will pay out of pocket. How much is this guy? Like, can I get it? And it's just like this thing where like people don't value preventative care whatsoever especially here yeah whatsoever it's like what's going on yeah see that's why i love having them as a client because you can go in there i can do all my tests for psas everything i need done and then i don't have to pay the doctor visit so the system kind of yeah yeah same kind of thing but there's private business so they you can go in there and have all your like if you say i'm gonna have all my lab work done but i can go online and read it or i could even go if i'm real paranoid i get that done (laughs) i go to the doctor hand them the things and tell me what this means but that's one appointment Mm -hmm. versus going to the doctor getting getting them then going back to the doctor what is it with referrals holy cow that is you know i yeah yeah, I, <laughs> I, I actually just canceled the doctor's appointment for tomorrow because it's telemed, which is not a big deal to me. But I started going, you know what? I know who I really need to talk to, yeah. and it's this doctor right here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to pay for this appointment just so that she can it. say, you get to go here. Criminal. And so I'm going to call and just say to the person, how much is it for me to come in? Because I'll yeah. bet you it's, this, it's going to be cheaper for me just yeah, to go straight there. Seriously. And I told my wife, plus, I don't want to go to her and talk about this. I want to go talk to the person who knows what I'm talking about. Because no, no, no. what if she says, because this is what always happened, yeah. you know, this might be this. Yeah, they try then to it's talk in your head. out of stuff, too. Oh, or yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I've definitely absolutely. gone to the doctor and they're like, nah, you don't need yeah, that. And they yeah. just, like, convince you and they yeah. have the code and you get that, like, anxiety yeah. and you kind of shrink down. And yeah. It's like, and it's, usually it comes with a drug. I yeah. wish I went in and I specifically I'm like hey can I get an Adderall prescription and he's like no and then, then I like because I was up at college and I'm like the college specifically doesn't give Adderall prescriptions because everyone in college like wants it because it's like man it just makes studying and everything easier and so after college I still I'm like oh, I still want it and I went in there like there's no way we're going to give it to you huh. I'm like man I wish it was like everyone says it's like so easy to get like different things like well, oh you so can just weird. give muscle relaxers and all this stuff and I'm we, like we have advertisement yeah, for like advertisement. like I literally was just trying to do a little bit of research on like ADHD specifically 
specifically in women. And the first thing that comes up on the web search is an ad for Vyvanse, which is like an Adderall adjacent yeah. kind of medication. And so it's like, I'm trying to take it recreationally. I don't like <laughs> have anything I want to take it for. We, we worry about him that way, don't we? <laughs> but I'm like, it's just funny because I'm like, everyone proposes it as so easy. I'm like, they give it to seven-year-olds. I'm like... Okay, well, like, am I going to take notes from a seven-year-old's doctor oh for me? I'm like, okay, oh, you say that, you fidget. Okay. <laughs> I go in there, I'm like, take Go notes. get a seven-year-old and ask him all your issues. Oh that you, you got Adderall, so what did you do? My drug yeah. dealer is a seven-year-old <laughs> with ADHD because he has to sit for eight hours a day. Yeah, my, his, name's, oh my God. his name's Billy, but he's only Billy. seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his name's Billy. He doesn't have oh. a cell phone. We, we got to, like, go through this whole babysitting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I go through his babysitter. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's cool. No, his mom doesn't know. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a total babysitter. Well, it's such a thing with like everyone has ADHD now. It's like, yeah, you're supposed to sit in an office for eight hours a day or first sit in school for eight hours a day. I'm like, yeah, of course no one can. Like no one has an attention span that's that long yeah. to pay t- attention to something that doesn't help them be healthier or happier. It turns into money, which is like people aren't good at turning money back into happiness and health. They right. can sell their happiness and health for money. And then they have this money really and they're easy. like, uh, well, how do I turn it back into it? And they're just screwed. Right. So it's like people get into the end your whole life. You're trained like, no, that that's that's the good trade. You want to trade away your life essence for this thing. It's like leverage for whatever idea you currently have. And then you don't have any ideas because you've wasted all your energy. And it's like people are just caught in a cycle. So have you noticed who, who do you think more overreacted to COVID? Like old people? Millennials, grade school kids. Anyone who owns a Twitter account, except me. <laughs> it's pretty much ev- anyone who's online most uh, often. I don't even know. Like, are you saying age Just, group? Yeah. I don't even know if it is like an age group thing. I feel like yeah. it's anyone who's really invested in politics and like likes Either to talk side. about po- Yeah, and it's yeah. not even like one group in particular. It's literally like, just anyone. My far right-wing friends also just who, post about it constantly. Yeah. And my far left-wing friends. Anyone who's like kind of non-political, more toward the middle is just like, don't take my freedoms. Who the fuck cares? But like people on the far left are like, my body, my choice. But 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 not with this. But not with the vax. Then right. it's not your body, your choice. I thought that was the most interesting. <laughs> one of the most interesting things is when the Texas law came up. Yeah. Um, and then it's now comical. all of a sudden you have two things that if you look at them you're going, okay, this is this is <laughs> similar. And I mean, I would I, I don't say it on my own show, but yeah. it's like you know there 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 is a there's a debate here. Yeah. It's like going so, I believe it's my body, my choice in Texas and everywhere else in terms of the jab yeah but how how interesting that uh, there's a good section of these non-jabbers mental jujitsu didn't think that over here in texas but then there's a lot of people that don't like what happened in texas that think it's still okay over here it's wild it it's i don't understand how critical thinking skills (laughs) you know what i mean it's It's like it's it's like that's the meme that's the gift that comes out of there's critical thinking skills (laughs) just use that in reply for some because people literally just are like they hold two completely contradicting beliefs they're like okay these two parts of my brain will never meet and then i just don't have to think about it as long as i keep them separate and i never like kind of meld the common like the baseline thinking that leads to them i'm good because you could go in if you thought about it and you can say okay I don't agree with the abortion or I don't agree with the jab yeah. or I agree with the jab, but not the abortion. Mm-hmm. And then, but there's the conversation. Yeah. And what we do is we go, it's either this or this, nothing in the middle. It's like, nothing no, the there's a, there's a conversation that can happen. If you can say, I like this one. I don't like this one. Well, I like this one. I don't have that. Okay, perfect. Now let's talk. That would be great if it hasn't turned in. I've said it a couple times on the show, but uh, politics has become the new religion. So yeah. your, your old religion. Now, new religion is it's kind of like sports. I like totally sports, agree like you. you have your flags and you have your teams mixed with religion because you get your entire belief system from one side. Right. So you're kind of like trying to convince 
a Jewish person, hey, don't be Jewish by say, or like, like a, you know, like whatever religion someone is, you're trying to talk them out of their core belief system and their whole team of their friends. And they're like, they're like, yeah, we rally together. You're trying to like, there's no way someone's ever going to sway away from that. No. And it's like, okay, we need Especially to de It's identity politics. Yeah, And it they've is. taken it and ruined everything because they've made it so that if you, this, this, and this is what makes you this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and who, how do you, when did you become the high court yeah. that you get to tell me that I'm a, an alt-left or an alt-right or whatever the hell alt-left. I am? Alt-left. I've never heard that, but that's hilarious. Oh, I'm going to start saying it. I, I throw them all in the bucket. I you throw know? them all in the it's bucket, It's like, yeah. you know, I have no use for... For yeah. any party. They're I'm, not free thinkers. They get all their belief system. Like, all, their entire beliefs align with one person or one right. group. You don't think for yourself. You're just crowdsourcing your opinions. Right. You're literally just saying, well, whatever they say about Like, sometimes, like, people, like, an event will happen. A friend will, like, literally have one thought. And then, like, Tucker Carlson will say something. And then he changes it to match that. Or, like, same with, like, AOC or whatever, like, on the left. Like, people, like, ma- are, like, okay, I'm going to be really tactful about my answer until I hear what my uh, thought leader says to say. And then I'll reform it. Well, see, and I think that's what that that emergency room doctor was saying is people were just regurgitating what they heard on the news. Mm -hmm. I think that, I mean, and you know, and I I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I think the news has been just, I think (laughs) that has been, I have never seen, when when I was there, Mm -hmm. if we did what they're doing now, I would have been fired. I mean, you can't go, you can't take a side. Yeah. And they have taken, I don't watch, I, but I see it in the morning when I'm on my, at the gym doing my stuff. I see all this shit up here and I look up there on those screens and I'm like, it's Fox and yeah. it's CNN and MSNBC. <laughs> and I'm going, oh my God, if I sat home and paid attention to this, I'd be scared shitless. Yeah, your brain yeah. would turn to mush. And it's almost like a kid's show. It's like a bunch of bright colors and like loud voices and Actually, infographics. Like Fox News. I don't know yeah. how they like color like, graded or <laughs> They what, take the br- as vibrancy and they're like, <laughs> they Max. <laughs> Yeah, Good. everybody looks cleaner. Yeah, and oh, and then you get, you know what I mean. It's like angelic white everywhere. Yeah. Like, oh, here's the fox lady. Oh, look, and everything's really white around other. her face. Yeah. But Good Morning America, it's on one of our screens down there, and I'm looking up and going, and they 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 take like they take issues that are nothing, you know, and they make a big deal about it. Like it's it's like well, you know, they'll do something. Oh, there's a new Bachelor's coming out, the new Bachelor show. Yeah. And so tonight, and so the whole show keeps going back to The Bachelor. It's like, do you guys realize that nobody watches you? Look at your ratings. They suck. I know. And it's like, and you guys are covering things. We have a pandemic going on right now. We have, you know, the world is falling apart. And, oh, but thank God there's a cute girl or a cute boy on The Bachelorette or Bachelor or whatever it is. Rick, 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 we know this. But our key demographic is uh, people over 80 who are f- afraid, and we need to keep them afraid, or else they'll stop watching. If <laughs> they don't, if they don't think that they can turn to us as one soul sauce, but really we make them more scared, we'll lose them forever, and then we'll right. have zero viewers. Oh, I, <laughs> and I, then they let go of you. <laughs> I like, saw an ad. So understand for, that. I think it was in New York Times, and it was on Facebook, but it said no, it was on the TV. It came up on the screen this morning, but it said something about it was like you know the New York Times. Um, Something about you. Tr- you trust us, and I said they're telling me yeah. you trust us. And I like if you have to tell me that you really are desperate because yeah. it's not. But I bet that works on people. I bet it works on your people. trusted source. You know, it's you and someone right next to you looking at the TV at the gym. Pff, what idiot believes that? I do trust you. Just like yeah. sitting right next to you. Well, I'm gonna order you. Like well, what's going? I'm always surprised how many friends I'll have or people that I I'm in a conversation with, and they assume. That you believe what they believe. I think this is, have you ever, yes. you've experienced that. So, so it's like, okay, so, you know, oh, well, you know, we both didn't get our vaccines and, you know, da, 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 da. And you're sitting there going. You're one of us, right? So you're kind of like, you don't, and, and they assume that that's what you are, that's the camp you're in. Yeah. And I'm always thinking, 
okay, either you're just a fucking idiot yeah. or you're just – you are, are arrogant because you think everybody would think like that. Yeah. And I have a lot of people in my life that really are in that place where they just th- they just assume. They'll say things to me and assume that I believe this and I'm like going – and even in terms of like abortion and stuff, you'll have people ask you questions about it, and they'll assume that I'm anti or supporting. And why should and they then care? Like, it shouldn't. Oh, even when come I ran for office daily, as a Secretary like, of State, oh, okay. then it, then every it person. Matters. But no, because well, it has nothing to do with me. That's what I used to say. You're asking me in my opinion about abortion when yeah. I cover it elections. Makes more sense this than a friendship. Step. If I was if, a if governor, yeah, oh yeah, okay. I was like, no, that's I the media. You, that's all oh, they wanted okay. to know. Yeah. And what do you think about um, domestic partnerships? It's like that. Well. What, it, does that have anything to do it. with my job? Yeah, no. seriously. But, but if you, I was a legislator or somebody, then you can ask me. Or if it has to do something about a bill. In day-to-day friendships, the core of it is people <laughs> should let, um, like, if you voted differently for me, that should not matter. You should not see that person right. any differently as a friend. It's like, what's that person's core values in terms of the way they act daily? Do you like that person or do you not want to be around that person? Not like, well, hypothetically, what are their abstract beliefs? Like, they, they and nobody they know are getting aborted or abortions but like their, their views on it still matter to you and it's like right. this weird esoteric thing where people are like um this all i've been told it matters i see it a lot on social media so i i feel like i'm forced to have an opinion it's like I think we it's, don't have to have opinions and we don't have to care about others opinions. i think it's virtue signaling again it is. you know what i mean it's like well i believe this and i always just call you it you believe culture. that you're yeah. so oh. virtuous rick dancer yeah. i mean oh my god i believe this <laughs> i know you're so <laughs> I, know, I like you I know. now. Now there's, that I believe you, you like that. There's God, Jesus, Moses, and me. Well, that's and that's, right, a, like that's that a reverse order. I like how you put me on the heaven side and you're on the brick side. I'm on the brick. He's a brick shit house. <laughs> I, I, I almost put the green screen behind you. I'm like, some people might not be okay with that because they're like, what are you going to put behind me? Just like weird like images. Like I usually just do fractals, but like pretty much behind you the whole time can be just like a moving image. Like, just you could be naked out the ocean. people. So all people are looking That's at because you know yeah. naked people behind yeah. there, and YouTube then they would... just so then when they're calling me a dick, yeah, there's a bunch of us <laughs> oh on here. It's like man, YouTube would ban it. Otherwise, it'd be pretty funny. <laughs> you know, that would be really funny. Rick, we put we put you in. You know, if well, I used to tell people my porn name would be. Obviously, my Long John real Silvers. name is Richard Dancer. <laughs> so I'd be Dick Dancer. Dick Dancer. You know, and it was like, Dick Dancer. And they'd go, that, that's your porn name? I said, yeah, it's still entertainment. Dick you know, like, come on, it's the same thing, you know? <laughs> my only move is the helicopter. That's all I know. I'm a Dick Dancer. <laughs> um, we are, because you have a hard out at four. We got a couple, five minutes. Do you have anything, like, you want to promote, uh, like, your own work or things that you, like, you hope, just, like, morals that you, like, think people should, like, maybe embody to live happier and healthier lives? Because you are, I would consider, a very successful person. You're happy, and you've honestly succeeded because of the fact that you don't have someone who could fire you those are two metrics of success and i'm right. like do you like would you profuse to people that if anyone's like listening and be like also feels the same way that they could kind of latch on to and kind of incorporate into their lives to live a better life i think the biggest question i always get from millennials is what would your 62 year old self tell your 30 year old self yeah let's go 24 and, okay 24 more, but, but give any me personal advice in there i you know what it is yeah. it's just relax and do the do do your do your life I think people get so freaked out. I did. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm never going to make it. I'm never going to get to do what I wanted to do. And and then also don't get locked into what you think you want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think when you're when you're more open to just letting like I don't try to control my life as much. And it's like so when you do all of a sudden. So I'm looking at this piece of property in another state because mm-hmm. I am leaving. Wow. Um, I'm moving to Montana. 
Whew, you belong and there. Congrats. So thanks. seriously. Yeah. So I'm 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 going to continue my business, but from there, and I'm expanding. So we're expanding to do more, but we're also going to tell stories from Montana and Idaho yeah. and all these other places. It's got to be such a trip because so, you're so community based in Oregon that you're right. going to be like, okay, oh, it's going to be still a pay, it's Montana. It's not based around you guys, but yeah. still, it's interesting, you know. Right, and I'm going to have gonna it's going to be, be really different and doing things differently. But I I think it's going to be the right thing. But anyway, so I called um, one of the places we're looking at. We want to do an Airbnb in the basement. Yeah. And so I just thought somebody said to me, do, do, do you have to have a permit, you know? Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, I better call. So I called the planning department in this little county. And the lady goes, oh, no, you don't have to. You can do what you want. And then I says, oh, she goes, where are you looking? And I said, oh, this piece up here, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, oh, I live right down the street from it. <laughs> so here's this woman. I haven't bid yeah. on this house yet. Fun. I'm telling her, she's telling me everything about who built it, wow. what the hill's like, to be careful there's some rattlesnakes out there. I mean, she's giving me all this oh, stuff. Cool. And I'm going, so see, that's what I mean. If I am controlling my life, yeah. those things, the magic doesn't happen. <laughs> if you're more open to going, hey, I'm just living it out and checking it out. All of a sudden it's like, wow. That piece got put here, got put here. And, and it's really, I think when we're younger, we try so hard to be something. And instead of just being something and letting that turn into what we are. You know what I mean? So it, my other piece of advice would be there's a ton of people in this world. Their hearts are beating and their lungs are moving, but they're not alive. They're walking around doing shit that they don't want to do and they're unhappy. So go find your happy. Go find the thing that makes you come alive and do it because too many people waste their lives. And that doesn't mean you can't have a job, waiting tables or whatever. Keep your job while you start this. And then it's not a one day I love people who wait tables. If you're good at it, you can make a ton of money and they are, there's nothing better than going to a restaurant and having a great server. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about a lot of people that are extra jobs. There's a couple things better than that. (laughs) Well, but- (laughs) being honest here. but those but that's a great i mean it's really yeah. fun it makes your evening you know it can make that other oh, absolutely. it can make the, the sex afterwards much better there we go <laughs> if you have a great I was evening say the meal if you have good <laughs> no, if you have good dinner you have a good server you know you know things are going to be good after that too yeah. so but but my point is that people should just you know go go find things that make you if you're working at a job you don't like then what's the thing that makes you have passion you know so so start a podcast and then keep your job and then when it's time, you'll have to jump because it never is just like, oh, look, we just got a $100,000 check. Yeah. We can start a podcast. No, yeah. it's always going to be I have to give up something to find something new. And I've, my whole life has been giving up something mm-hmm. and jumping. And that's what I'm doing now. It's like yeah, going, okay, I'm going to give up all this stuff and I'm going to jump into this new thing and see what happens. Yeah. And my wife and I are super excited I about bet. it. Less and, fire danger. You don't have to every single year, like, hey, this fall, are well, we going to have to fucking worry yeah. about evacuating again? When you get past Bend, yeah, the rest of Oregon and Idaho and Montana, they're taking COVID seriously, but they're still being human about it. Freedom? And just, That's and, something wrong I, I mean, even human, where you're just, you're allowing people to just, it's just not the conversation of the day. Yeah. You know, where you're just, um, I went into Big Sur, walked in a place, and this lady, I didn't have my mask on because I had a sign out that said, you know, you didn't have to. And, nice. and I walked in, and, and she was just kind, and we, we experienced nothing like what sometimes Western Oregon, I think we're, we're, we're very afraid in Western Oregon. Yeah. And, and I think, um, so for us, that's not why we're leaving. We were planning to do this all along, but COVID kind of made it possible. One, because I realized I can be here and through my programs on my computer, I can do all that other stuff too. Yeah. And then it gave me the bravery. I had, I had an investor come in. He invested cool. some money, said, I want to do this because I like what you're doing. So I'm hiring people that are professionals to come in, fill up some of the void I'm going to have, but awesome. then I'm going to bring in 
hey, this is this You're is expanding. A, well, the the lady I talked to today, yeah. she's like, well, we're rancher, we are sheep ranchers. I said, oh, is that a thing? Yeah, you know, because I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, oh yeah, and she says, um, you know, maybe we'll have you down with your camera or something during lambing season. Mm. And I'm going, That'd there's there's my stories. Yeah, see what I mean? So yeah. all of a sudden, you just start showing people the world. Uh, that's that's outside of the valley mm-hmm. and you start seeing some different things and so for me it's like plus for me kind of just personally yeah. it's like i've been rick dancer for 35 years in this town and it's everywhere i go i'm nice rick dancer to, yeah, it'd be nice to not be seen i can go into times a, in a well, i can go into a tiny little town yeah and just be rick dancer that'd be fun. not Dick Dancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mackenzie, I'm changing my name just because <laughs> yeah. of you yeah hey what's your name and it's how you say it till you go um dick dancer <laughs> and then you go you do it if you know what i mean i'm dick dancer call closing out like that's your so, ending for yeah. the, oh the, the news radio so here's show. my here's my advice have a good evening here's this here's the fun dancer. advice for the to, to lighten up at the end so al yeah. peterson i used he was on my show last night and he's our, our, the weatherman at our station for years and al and i used to do the funniest thing is if you say if you know what i mean the right way it makes everything if dirty you know what I mean. so it's good you know mckenzie has been really fun if you know what I mean. <laughs> a, a waiter's or, the best thing in the world, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Al, and Al used to say, uh, but also in bed. Hey, Rick, let's go meet. Let's, let's go talk. In bed. In bed. It makes everything nasty. So Fun. try that with your friends. Yeah, we'll have to do it. Good <laughs> advice. Thank you. Yeah. Going, for listening. yeah, that was deep. What a dumb fucker. <laughs> I appreciate everyone listening. This was a blast. And hopefully, I mean, how long till you move to Montana? I can do, but I can do it from afar. We There's programs. No Zoom for me. But no, if you're ever Zoom, in town. StreamYard. Okay. I'll, I'll have to look, into look it, it up. Look up StreamYard. Lots of love, everyone. Thank you very much for tuning in. This is Rick Dancer. And we're out.